Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Well, Brent said it. This is VSIN Final Countdown. Welcome into the show live from our South Point studio in Las Vegas. I'm Stormy Bonatoni alongside the one and only Matt Brown as we have another mad dash oh, no. to the microphone. No, there was not. I was ready for the last 47 seconds. You're so lucky oh. that we have kind folks in this studio that that bring you your footbox and that but you you just have certain things that no other host has to do to set up. You have to set up your spaceship. You have to put on a new um windscreen on your microphone every day. Yes. Oh, so. you want you you <laughs> You so you so wanted to say something different right there. It's it's good. It's well, good. it's, it's good. not my fault that you call it something different. It's, so you know, it is what I it is. digress. Listen, we... there are things that it, it, this doesn't just happen. You know, this this doesn't just happen. Look this doesn't this, just happen. All right, we gotta make things happen. That I have beside I'm me. I'm sure on Von Brinkle's downstairs screaming. Tell Matt to sit down. <laughs> well, shut up, Von Brinkle. Uh, uh, yeah, you can see Stephanie. You can see producer Steph just staring at you like. Is he going to sit down? Real person. Is he going to sit down? Um, we got a great show ahead, believe it or not. Uh, Eli Hershkowitz is going to join us in about a half an hour or so, get into some college hoops. Yeah, I mean, based on the start that we just had, who knows who's going to hang on with gracious. us at this point. Uh, Steve Buchanan, NFL uh, betting analyst over at DraftKings, is going to join us in hour two as well, get into some of his best bets of week 15. And we keep on coming on the air every day with where World you Cup I was going to say, is this where you gloat? I was wondering. Yeah, uh-huh. Listen. She asking how we're going to start the show before the show, and it was like I'm like I know exactly how you're going to start the show. You're going to start the show gloating that two of your teams made it to the finals. It's a win-win. Yes. What can I say? I I so can't. Did you bet on both of them? 
No, I have. Oh, so you have a rooting interest. Correct. Yes. So I actually bet Argentina and England. Argentina, France is going to be our final coming up Sunday morning as France beat Morocco 2-0. That final closing just moments ago. um, And France was a minus 185 favorite in the match, minus 425 to advance. So they get through. And yes, I am very excited. I'm rooting for Argentina. I have them 6-1. to I came this close to betting draw. I thought you did. No, you no, said no. yesterday you were going to. Why are you lying to the people? You want to know why? Mm. Because I go, listen, I'm 3-0 in the World Cup. I'm just going to retire 3-0. Yeah, it. I'm just going to retire 3-0. I'm he got his 3-0. messy anytime uh, yeah. goal yesterday, and he was just living it yeah. up. So you're not going to bet the final? I'm not. Okay. I'm you, what you should have said is, so you're not going to watch the final. And I would have been like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You're not gonna, well, it is on Sunday, so I know that that cuts into. Is it really? Sunday morning. So it's nine Eastern. It'll be before football gets oh, going. Oh, it'd be like an in, the one of the one of the overseas games. Yes. Yeah, I'm not getting. Up. <laughs> I'm not getting up for that. Why are no you the chance. way that you are? No chance. Uh, we do have a line up though for the final. Argentina plus one eighty five, France plus one seventy five, draw plus two ten. So clearly. The uh, odds makers think this is going to be pretty evenly matched. I think it's Argentina all the way, though. What can I say? I'm not going to hedge this was, bad boy. I was going to say, you just, you just no. can't. You're not? No. I'm in it to win it. All, all right. right. All right. Do what you got to do. Can't wait to see what that. Oh, I guess we already would know technically what the final margin would be. I'll do some math in the commercial break. I haven't looked at it. But margin of victory between oh. the two of us. Oh, yeah. It's, it's large. I, <laughs> think Listen, doubled, I, I think you might have I think you might have doubled me I up. I don't beat you in many things, so let me have I think, this. I think, you, I think you doubled <laughs> me up for sure. If you, all, you, you guys were not with us. We did a World Cup draft in which we uh, drafted, you know, and, and listen, here's the thing. It all went south when the dog picked the wrong treat. And, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, we decided who got the first pick by producer Steph's dog going and getting a dog treat off of one of our nameplates, and it, it went to the wrong one, and I was going to steal Argentina, and Argentina was going to be mine because I knew how much you wanted it, and instead you took Argentina, and here we are. Argentina's going to Listen, don't thing. be upset that Daisy the dog knows what she's doing. She knows where when Stephanie goes out of town, she's fit, and it's that simple. This and is true. there we go. There we got little Daisy. Sorry, um, Matt. Well done, graphics, mm, folks. That is stuff. beautiful. The final score where we sit is 22 to 11 and it a half. Changed, so I did nearly double you. And it really would have just changed the whole thing because you probably would have gone Brazil after that, after I took Argentina. And then uh, who knows where I'd have gone. Maybe I'd have ended up with both finals. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, as they say. But yeah. uh, a win's a win. We're going to take it. But so I'm Riding out Argentina through the finish. We'll see if that my uh, World Good Cup future can get home. Learned about Argentina in the World Cup betting guide. So that should show you worth the dollar bills that they did ultimately get to the final, overcoming what was a very tough start when Saudi Arabia got that initial 25 to 1 win to start things off in the World Cup. And when I said I was wondering what you wanted to talk about, I didn't mean the World Cup. That was a given. Mm-hmm. That was obvious. We are coming off the final. And then topics that, I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Carlos Correa is a big topic right now. We've got a lot of quarterback news. So I'm going to allow you to start our rundown now. Where do you want to begin? He's signed through 57 years old. Yes. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. A 13 year contract for a shortstop, which, you know, which means by the time this is all said and halfway through, he'll move to third base. And then towards the end, he'll just be a DH, but richest ever deal for the position. 13 year, $350 million deal for the San Francisco giants. I mean, look, it's, it's good on them. Of course, they were the ones who, as we were sitting on air, oh, got the gosh. worst tease of all time, thinking that Aaron Judge was uh, was heading to San Francisco. It ended up not being the case. So they got let arson, down there. Arson Judge could be there. Yes, still. arson might We're still not be sure. there. Yes, we got to get one of those jerseys. We, we, really, we really do. Really, we got to get an arson Judge jersey. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where we're, 
you know, you look at this and you say, okay, look, he goes over the Giants. What does that really mean? This team was mildly competitive last year, but never really was in it, never was really a threat at all. You're going to a ballpark that is a big-time pitcher's park, so the counting stats are certainly going to go down for Carlos Correa through all of this. I mean, that was one of the weird that, – that was one of the things about Judge, about him going there, where it was – Yes, some of the home runs would go away, but he hits such mammoth shots that, like, you know, it was, it was one of the ballparks where 95% of hitters want to go, eh, if I have a choice to go play somewhere else, maybe I'll go play somewhere else. And I think he's one of the ones that didn't really matter. But, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, look, Carlos Correa, good player when he's healthy. He's been battling some injuries here over the last couple of years. And, uh, again, like I said, I don't know how long he'll play shortstop. Because he's certainly not going to play shortstop until he's a billion years old when this contract. I just over. don't understand baseball contracts. Yeah, like these things are outlandishly long. Why are we signing people until they're in their forties? I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. The term is what throws me off. I just I don't understand. Well, so. and well, yeah, because by the time, typically by the time the end of these contracts run around, these guys are a shell of what they were yeah. when you actually signed them. But yes, it just doesn't make a ton of sense no. to me. You, you saw the odds though. Steroids in the will movement. be legal by then. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> He'll be able to take all the steroids he wants all to. Things. Yeah. We'll have all these artificial substances that people can take. Who knows? Not He'll be a, better at 54 whenever this thing's over. than he was yes, at, exactly. At just, I mean, Alex Ovechkin, just look at what he's yeah. doing at 37 years old. Although he does look like 56, mind you. Um, and again, I apologize. The odds were just on the, the screen a moment ago. Um, the transition, not a huge adjustment, for the Giants, uh, from 20 to 1 to 17 to 1 in the National League, and then for the World Series title from 40 to 1 to 35 to 1 with this new addition. Um, yeah, so that's not a huge thing here. The favorites are still no. the favorites in Major League Baseball, and that's the way that it's going to be. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, they're going to be far behind, you know, like, far behind the Dodgers, obviously, far behind, Astros far behind the Astros, and- far behind any of those teams. Um, but like I mentioned, we do have a lot of NFL news to get to today. So jump right into one of the – and I don't think this is a huge news item, but just worth noting because this is another starting quarterback that is dealing with something throughout the week. Matt Everflew saying Justin Fields is sick, so no practice today. And the Bears are calling him day-to-day uh, going into this week. This old – this whole day-to-day, I mean – I just don't even get any of these these injury things anymore. Like it's I better than day to day or out indefinitely. Yeah, so I, mean, like I just don't get I just don't get all of these things. And like at the most important quarter at the, the most important position in in all of sports, right? And so it's just and we have so many of those questions heading into this week. Like this is going to be a rough week. I mean, it was a week in which I just did a lot of speculating. It might end up biting me. We'll get to some other news mm-hmm. here that seems like maybe this isn't one of those. Uh, weeks where I was on the right side of speculating. I think there's a couple of ones that went against me here, but um, yeah, it's, it's to me, it's Eagles regardless, right? I mean, the thing is, is we've already missed the teaser territory, which was only available for a little while. I don't want to lay that big of a number with the Eagles. That said, the Eagles are a truck. I mean, like mm-hmm. they're, they're beating everyone and beating everyone down. I just, you know, once we, once we get into the double digits in the NFL, I kind of shy away. I'm just not very good at the double digits, honestly. I'm just not not very good at betting. It's like unless you're taking the dog, there's not really a lot of intrigue there. And I don't trust the Bears enough even at home and now dealing with a potential sick quarterback, what that could mean moving forward. But the line, like you said, sitting at nine and a half right now. I did do a six and a half point teaser when it was at nine, paired it up with the Bills. Mm -hmm. But I I just feel like as long as they – win the game, they're going to win it by a field goal type of a situation here, yeah, and I felt comfortable I, there. I do wonder. I know you're not a fan of the six and a half. Well, I but. do wonder. So we're sitting at nine like rest of country, right? And so I wonder if 
because sometimes we talk about these situations where until it's officially official, people don't act on things. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we might get a chance to get back in on the Eagles from a teaser standpoint, if Fields gets officially announced in, right? And then it's like out there in the news. Oh, hey, Justin Fields is going to play, going to play, going to play. And then I wonder if we could come back off of this nine again. So that might be something I will be paying attention to because I would love to have an Eagles teaser leg in my account this week. I think that a field goal wind is incredibly, incredibly likely against this team, uh, especially in the weather situation that's going mm-hmm. like again, we'll we'll continue to monitor this stuff and it looks like it can be it could be fairly bad in, in Chicago this week. So uh keep keep that in mind as well. When you did first hear that news about Justin Fields though, was your first thought that maybe he might not go? Because my first thought was he's gonna be fine. Yes, my first thought is always whenever I hear of these illnesses, like very rarely do these illnesses end up right. keeping guys out. Okay. That was my thought yeah. too. Just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Yeah, because they get the the, the dual IVs <laughs> and the things and the whatever. Yes. All the stuff that we don't get. Okay. Experimental and, medicines. Before we go to commercial break real quickly, I did uh, I, I referenced it a second ago, Alex Ovechkin, but he did reach eight hundred career goals last night in a huge win for your capitals against the Blackhawks, which ended up being a profitable day for us. If you follow along in the final block Go of the caps. show yesterday. They're in first place. Are the Caps in first place? <laughs> no, they are they're not in first not, place. But place. they are on like a five-game win streak now. So they're they're cruising. They're coming together. Well, that's what I thought about whenever I bet them preseason. It was, you know, about them coming sort of they're gelling towards the middle of the yeah. That goaltenders yeah. got yeah. things figured out this Only nine more months of the season and then we'll have a champion. <laughs> We're going to step aside. Plenty more to get to on Visa's Final Countdown. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you t- – you tell me – the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing in Bet Rivers Online Sportsbooks, your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or hoops fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. You can join now for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance. Sunday football parlay insurance and a whole lot more. Plus, Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com to check out the World Cup bet and get. It's a whole new game. World Cup rounding out Argentina, France in the final coming up on Sunday. Get excited. Stormy Bonantoni, Matt Brown with you. If you want to join. No. Yeah, I was going to okay, say, I think you said socky and hockey. That's what I think. So, okay, I was just making sure. I'm like, did you say socky? You know, most nice people would just let that slide because I definitely did not realize that I said that. I do, but maybe that's a sign into what I'm into on the weekends. What can oh, I say? Oh, that is some I do good have stuff. an affinity for the that good is, stuff, that as is one good, might say. That's some good stuff. You, here's the thing. If we can't make fun of ourselves, I mean, like yes. every, everyone else heard it out there, so they just say. I don't know if any of you at home have noticed, by the way, is I'm, I'm not exactly the most, um, I don't know, uptight person? Is that a good way to put it? I don't really take myself particularly we have, seriously. We have, fun so. here. we have fun here on the show. Just moving with we, the groove. We you have know? we have fun here on the show. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that's what. Uh, okay. Listen, I keep referencing, and I've done this for the last three days, so I figure I should just run through all of these games. Yeah, I'm we, actually really tired of it. Yeah, because I keep How saying weather you. game, weather game. Weather, so you're like, what the hell are the weather games? Okay, here here are the weather <laughs> games. So uh, Baltimore and Cleveland. Let's kick things off with that okay. one. Like about freezing temperature at kickoff. That's about 32 degrees. Winds going to be up to about 16 to 18 miles an hour. We just need to kind of watch and make sure that those winds don't kick up even more. I mean, of course, really, really cold temperatures suck, but it's not the end of the world, and certainly these teams are used to playing in those things. But the winds right now, you know, again, not terrible with that 16 to 18, but if for whatever reason that starts to get up into that 20 to 25 range, that could really, really affect the outcome of everything. We've got uh, Miami and Buffalo. Of course, the Dolphins heading up to freezing cold 
Buffalo. This is going to be below freezing at kickoff. There's going to be some of that wintry mix that's going to be going on there again. So kind of half rain, half snow, all of that nonsense is going on. Winds somewhere between 10 and 15 miles an hour. Um, but again, it'll be, this is more of a, it's not so much from a Buffalo standpoint, but if you do believe that these warm weather teams can really get kind of messed up playing in these type of conditions. Like that's why I wanted to point this one out just because we do have the warmest of warm weather teams going up to play in, you know, 29 degrees and uh, kind of a wintry mix that's going to be going on there. We got Philadelphia and Chicago, that game that we just mentioned just a second ago, this one, 28 degrees at kickoff winds about 13 to 15 miles an hour. So it'll feel obviously way colder than 28 miles an hour. I mean, 28 degrees whenever they get this thing going, uh, Detroit and the jets. I know this is something that, uh, you, you want to talk about here. We do have in that one again, kind of like that 35 ish degrees Mm -hmm. at kickoff about 12 to 15 miles an hour. So we're really going to pay attention to these wins as this gets closer towards kickoff of these games, because if those happen to pick up with those type of temperatures, these games could get pretty nasty. Yeah. So the thing that stood out to me in this game, and we always talk about how different Jared Goff is at, at home in Mm. the dome versus on the road. And there's just different situations that you want to back him and that you don't. And like, that's a big reason. I think why we see the game at the the number that we see it with the jets, despite um, some of their flaws and their issues and dealing with, a second string quarterback that's significantly injured. But so I was like, okay, how different is Jared Goff really at home or on the road? He has 22 touchdowns on the year. Just wild guess. How many of them would you say came on the road? Six. Six. He wishes two, three of his 22 touchdowns. Two of them have come on the road. He has 20 touchdowns and three picks at home, two touchdowns and four picks on the road. Isn't that crazy? He is such a different player from the friendly confines of Ford Field. Well, you get, you know, again, and the offense. Six was a good guess. The the thing is the offense just in general, right? I mean, like, it's built for these kind of, like, speed precision Mm -hmm. routes and things and stuff, and, like, that dome's built perfectly for for this offense. And you get outside and you get in these odd, odd conditions and it doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all now that two out of 20 is, That's is, cri- is, is, See, is wild. I, no, I'm like over here on my computer, yeah. like looking as close as I possibly could to the screen. I was like, that can't be right. And it was. And it was. I'm pretty excited to watch the matchup, by the way, just of Sauce Gardner and Amon Ross St. Brown in this game. I think that'll be a, a fascinating matchup. Yeah, if this one gets, and of course, you know, we're already on the under in this one at under 47. It's sitting 44, 44 and a half right now, depending on where you look. Uh, weather, you know, again, doesn't look as bad here. So we started to see it tick up just a little bit because we were pretty much consensus 44 across the board yesterday. So a little bit of a tick up. It does make me wonder, though, if this is even still too high at the 44 and a half. I'll dig in a little bit further over mm. the next couple of days as well. The final game is that game, the Rams and Packers. Uh, 12 <laughs> degrees at kickoff. 12 degrees at kickoff. Fahrenheit. 12 Ugh. degrees Fahrenheit at kickoff there at Lambeau on uh, on Monday night. And again, this is just what that really does, though. It's it's not there's not going to be wind or whatever, but what it, it does affect the kicking game because like you'll talk to these kickers and punters and stuff, and like the ball is just a rock, right? And it's like it's harder to get distance mm-hmm. on you know field goals and punts and things and stuff like that whenever the ball is just like rock hard and stuff. So they're 
maybe that is any sort of angle. Again, you know, especially these standalone games, they'll give you over-under on either number of field goals or over-under on longest field goal and things and, you know, whatever. So, or number of field goals even to be made within a game. So those could be things that maybe we'll look at uh, come Monday. It is good to note. Uh, I think that we all largely did expect that Baker Mayfield would probably be back in the starting role mm-hmm. after what he pulled off uh, the late game heroics against the Raiders this past week in his debut after just 36 hours getting that win. But Sean McVay telling reporters that John Wolford will probably not play against Green Bay, still dealing with that neck injury. And But like I said, that is what we had foreseen yeah. coming into this and, weekend. And Rams getting a lot of support in this thing. And I, th- I think the weather does play a, a factor in this too, right? I mean, like we're looking at a it's opening of eight, eight and a half, down to seven and a half. That's where I took the Rams at seven and a half. And then now we're down to the the flat seven here, even a six and a half popping out there, mm-hmm. kind of a juicy six and a half. The game's sitting 39 and a half. And again, it's just, it's just tough to play in like just the bitter, bitter cold like mm-hmm. that. Like typically we're not so much worried about just normal cold. We're talking about some of these games where we're like, man, it's going to be freezing at kickoff. This is 20 degrees below freezing. So, like we're talking 20 degrees below freezing. Has that changed your, your thought at all on this team when it comes to uh, like taking the Rams plus the points? Because I know a big conversation topic we had earlier this week was, hey, the Packers shouldn't be favored like this against mm-hmm. anybody. Um, but knowing it is a warm weather team going to a place in Lambeau Field where they are more used to that type of a climate, does that impact your thoughts anymore? No. I mean, look, I've got the seven and a half on the Rams in the account, and I feel pretty good about it. I think that this – I just think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a slog, right? I mean, I think yeah. it's going to be just a tough go at it. Look, the Packers' offense hasn't looked good all year as it is anyway. The Rams' offense hasn't looked good all year as it is anyway. I don't think either one of these teams are built to win at margin, and so I, you know, the seven and a half was just too good to pass up. Also, I did forget to mention, and this doesn't have any immediate betting impact, but with that Jets Lions game, Zach Wilson is going to be the backup. Mm-hmm. Once again, so yes. kind of slowly yes. working his way back into the lineup. I'm, and maybe this is just a naive approach. I'm surprised that they sat, like they benched him in general to the point where he was third string quarterback, not dressing, doing that type of thing versus still like wanting to have him prep as the starter and knowing that, hey, you could come in at any note versus having the situation where you have now where like the guys are on the team plane wearing Mike White t-shirts and, you know, there's yeah. a complete shift, I feel like, in terms of locker room trust. I don't know. Well, it feels and, weird. And, and I guess the the one thing from a betting implication that, that does kind of play into that is if you, depending on how injured you believe Mike White is, right? Because if now knowing that it's going to be Zach Wilson as opposed to Flacco, should Mike White have to miss any time in this game, there is at least a there's at least in the back of my mind a little bit of like if I if I I don't by the way this is going to be a pass for me in this game mm-hmm. but like if there was if there was any inkling to back the Jets just in the back of my mind knowing that ah man if any point Mike White has to miss time in this game it's going to be Wilson as opposed to Flacco like that wouldn't that wouldn't sit all that great with me anyway okay not necessary not another like weather implication mm-hmm. but another quarterback change here Russell Wilson dealing with that concussion where we saw him I mean. Just get knocked into yeah. next Tuesday, the way that his mm-hmm. head hit the ground um, in that game. Still in concussion protocol, did not practice again today, but he is working his way through the league's protocol. So the expectation, based on what we know um, about the way that the NFL is taking these much more seriously this season, I would anticipate Brett Rippon, but maybe not. I also would as well, and I think that's why this game has plummeted all the way to a 36 total as we Gosh. sit right now. And I, look, I know it's two backup quarterbacks, and I know Denver has been pretty bad the majority of the season. But like, it's going to be an unwatchable but like game. Thirty-six, <laughs> like it, it's almost getting to a point now where 
are we going to are we going to see this thing go in even lower when we're talking about the thing where it's like once things are officially official and like they they rule out Russell Wilson and it's going to be Brett Rippon like are we going to see 35 or are we going to see 34 if that's the case like you have to play an over on principle you know like it's just you just have to play an over on principle when it comes to that I mean I understand it's going to be two backup quarterbacks but it is at least two backup quarterbacks that have a decent amount of mm-hmm. experience right I mean like Rippon has played a decent amount of snaps we know Colt McCoy has played a decent amount of snaps over the course of his career. So it's not like it's super green backup quarterbacks Mm -hmm. coming in. Yeah, Broncos sitting three-point favorite at home where things sit right now. Um, We are going to step aside real quickly. When we come back, turn the page to a little bit of college hoops. Uh, Talking to Eli Hershkovich, once again, lead writer at thelines.com. SDSU, my Aztecs, by the way, because I know that Eli always always drops a note Mm -hmm. on SDSU when he comes by. They finally got a win and cover the other day against Kennesaw State. I was very excited. There you go. Where's Kennesaw State? It's the little things. We'll look it up in the break. Georgia. (laughs) What's up? How many cities can you name in Georgia? (laughs) (laughs) This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This holiday season, remember VEASAN is the gift that just keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just 79 bucks and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear, all at our online store. And only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made from VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game. Deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on each and every game. This is a limited time offer though. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Get VEASAN Pro Access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. What's the number? 106. What's the number? 106.99 Canadian for our friends up north. Plus, you get 20 free loonies to go along with that to spend in the VEASAN store. So 106.99 for our friends in Canada. I prefer me a toonie, personally. 10 toonies. More valuable. Hey, 10 toonies. What can I say? 20 loonies. However you want to take it, we'll give it to you. Speaking of value, we get it all with our guest, Eli Hershkovich, who joined us now, lead writer at thelines.com, at Eli Hershkovich on Twitter. And even if you spell it wrong, like I have many a time, it will still pop up, Eli. Very fortunate that as long as you just get Eli Hirsch going down, we can still find you. I feel the same (laughs) way about my last name. It's a lot of letters. Here's the thing. At least he has his whole name as the Twitter, unlike you, that has a hard name to spell and still, and don't even have your whole name as the as the Twitter thing. You Words know, hurt. See what I have right. to put up with. At least Eli? he did it right. He did it right. Well, at least Matt's Vikings lost to the Lions on Sunday. That's the most important part of that. Was the most important part of my weekend was seeing Minnesota go down. I apologize, Matt. That's that's how many dollars I had wagered on that game, Eli. Absolutely, <laughs> he just wanted the division officially clinched. Abs- that's abs- all you yeah. wanted. I, listen, here's the thing. All I need is one more win, and then you know I will all of these, all of these. Te- no, actually, you have Vikings futures as well. I was going to say all of the tears <laughs> that you want to cry about this. I'll buy you like a little Gucci <laughs> handkerchief, and I'll send it to you with the money that I that I win from all the Vikings wins and things this year. Eli, we, we got to talk some college hoops here, and I am very excited to say my San Diego, Azte- San Diego State Aztecs finally not only won, but covered a big number. I think that the issue that they've had, you correct me if I'm wrong, is this neutral courts thing. That's where they can't have, that's where they just really, really struggle. They just got to stay at Viejas Arena as much as possible, and they'll be fine. 
I think so. Maybe Matt Bradley can hit some more open jump shots. Maybe they don't give up a lot of open threes to St. Mary's, which happened on Saturday. But fortunately, Stormy, I didn't back the Aztecs in that game. Oh, yes. Hey, I didn't trust them against St. Mary's <laughs> either, so I don't blame you one bit. We do have some good games coming up tonight, most notably a top 20 clash between UCLA and Maryland. The Terps, though, they've dropped two in a row to Wisconsin and number seven, Tennessee. Can they bounce back against the number 16 team in the country? Yeah, well, you guys are watching football on Sunday. I was watching Maryland and Tennessee, <laughs> and the Terps missed 22 three-point jump shots. Now, the basketballs used in that game are a little different considering it was in Brooklyn, neutral court game. Maryland, like you mentioned, coming off those two losses, back home, big-time motivational spot. And while UCLA is explosive offensively, you have Jaime Jaquez, who's a Wooden Award candidate, two really good guards led by the veteran point guard and Tiger Campbell. But I think Maryland is able to space out UCLA from deep, get some three-point shooting regression, expose this not necessarily bad UCLA low post defense, but Hakez can get exploited down low. The freshman, Adem Bona, isn't necessarily as physical as he needs to be to handle these Maryland bigs and Dante Scott and Julian Reese. And then at the other end, Maryland's pick-and-roll defense sets up really well against a ball-screen-heavy UCLA offense. So really like the Terps to bounce back. If you weren't able to get a minus one on Maryland, try to bet this game live. Eli, we got about 7.30 Eastern tonight, UCF and Ole Miss. Ole Miss about a six-point favorite in that one, 129 the total. What are you looking at in this one? Yeah, I would consider trying to bet Ole Miss live in this game. UCF is coming off a bunch of wins in a row. So a potential letdown spot here just in terms of the way they match up against Ole Miss. Now, both teams are going to turn over the basketball a lot, but this Kermit Davis 1-3-1 press I think is going to give UCF a lot of issues. Now, they have a really good freshman in Taylor Hendricks who's putting up about 15 points per game, really good low post presence. It could space it out a little bit. Too, but I think Ole Miss's defense is going to be a little bit difficult for this night's team to handle. Now, the total is on the rise a little bit, and usually with two not necessarily elite defensive teams, but above average defensive teams that could turn you over, I might look towards the under. But because of the transition offense that I think we're going to see in this game with the takeaway percentage on both sides defensively, I, I got to stay away from the side and the total in this one. I'm very curious your opinion in this next game. Western Kentucky and Louisville going head-to-head. -head. Louisville has yet to win a game this season. They are 0-9, <laughs> and it has been a struggle taking on a Hilltopper squad that's 8-1, and playing some pretty good basketball, it seems, although fresh off just a four-point win against Wright State. What do you make of this one? The numbers sit in Western Kentucky, minus 7.5. Are they good enough to cover this number uh, against a team that is, as we've seen day in and day out, really struggling? Yeah, I, I think the last time we talked about Louisville was in the Maui Invitational. I ended up backing Louisville against Cincinnati, which was a big mistake. I would love to bet a team that is as bad as this one, especially when the market goes against the Cardinals. Now, this line open at Western Kentucky, minus six and a half. Uh, the, it's been bumped up to minus seven and a half. So maybe it's inflated just a little bit, but okay. similar to Ole Miss, Western Kentucky runs a little bit of a funky 2-3-1-3-1 zone, and Louisville just does not have enough shooting. Number one, their guard depth is putrid. Besides Al Ellis, you don't have any other ball handlers to break down this zone defense, which is what you need to break down a defense that isn't going to play man-to-man -man to get the ball into the middle and then space it out. So Louisville also just isn't crashing the glass, and against a zone, that's what you have to do. They have the bigs to do it, but bottom 50 offensive rebounding rating college basketball, I can't get there with Louisville, guys.
Eli, a lot of years we get this tournament time team that is full of veteran guys, full of dudes with tons of experience and whatever that seems to kind of mesh when it comes to tournament time and they make some sort of run. Is there is there any team out there that you've kind of got your eye on and just kind of maybe in the back of your mind thinking, ah, this team maybe with all of these guys that have been around a while might be able to use some of that veteran presence to, to make a, a run to tournament time? Yeah, I mean, a couple of teams that I backed in the futures market so far, I have Texas futures, obviously the Chris Beard situation mm-hmm. off the court is disturbing in itself. And then I have UConn futures and that number's been brought down. We talked, touched on the Huskies last week, but I still think Texas is intriguing even without Beard. Now I need to watch how they buy into the assistant coaches scheme. And it's still going to be a no middle defense, obviously, which is what Beard ran. I don't expect him to come back, even though it hasn't been announced yet, but a team full of veterans. And if they struggle a little bit in conference play, which is what you could see under a new coach. And they have two former head coaches across division one on this staff. So it's not necessarily a staff full of assistants, but a very veteran laden roster. You have two really experienced guards, or at least one in Marcus Carr, who's been around college basketball for a long time, around 23, 24 years old, a pro prospect in Tyrese Hunter, who's really improved his three point jump shot, a veteran front court two with Timmy Allen, Dylan DeSue and Christian Bishop, who transferred over from Creighton a couple of years back. So the market might fade Texas a little bit come conference play. And I understand why, because of the whole Chris Beard situation, but maybe you get a little bit of value in the futures market because of it. Yeah, they still sit, at least right now, in terms of national championship odds, the second shortest shot on the board at 10 to 1, but it'll be really interesting to see how things play out here and how the team handles not having who I think many people would agree is one of the best coaches in college basketball at this point. 12 to 1 since this graphic was made. Whoa. So there you go. There, there we you go. go. 12 to 1. Um, Alabama is another team I think that there could be some intrigue on. Curious your opinion there they knocked off unc and houston when they were both top ranked team in the country three top 20 wins lone loss to that uconn squad that you mentioned a moment ago they've got gonzaga coming up next what kind of a statement game could that be for them in terms of being a real contender yeah it's a big one because even though alabama's coming off the two wins that you mentioned and the 15 point comeback over houston was extremely impressive considering that one wasn't on a neutral court. It was on the road in one of the toughest environments to play when it sold out down in Houston. But two areas I'm concerned about with the tide are number one turnovers. And until Nate Oates gives the keys to Jaden Bradley at the point guard position full time, I don't trust Marcus Sears. Now he's a really good three point shooter, but the other guard who's handling the ball handling duties is Javon Quinterly, former Villanova point guard. Turnovers are a big concern with him too. So Bradley's a freshman. I understand why Oates is still toggling with the rotation, but turnovers are a huge issue for this Alabama team right now. And then Namari Burnett, one of their standout defensive players, former Texas tech guard is undergoing a a wrist surgery, I believe, or he's going to be sidelined at the least for the foreseeable future with that injury. Really, really good wing defender. And this is a Gonzaga team in the matchup coming up this Saturday that can really space you out with a team that kind of struggles with turnovers in their own right. Guard play has been a bit of an issue, but their guards are very explosive on the perimeter, especially Julian Strother, a six foot six, six foot seven wing. So without Burnett, it's going to be a tough matchup, even though this game is being played in Birmingham. And if the market overvalues Alabama enough off these last two wins, might have to back in Zag in a buy low spot, believe it or not, for the Zags. Good stuff, Eli. Really appreciate your insight as always, my friend. Good luck with your Reds.
Go Colts, Mac. Go Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Hershkovich of thelines.com. And it's spelled like this in case you were wondering. H-E-R-S-H-K-O-V-I-C-H. You're welcome. Buanan Tony. Yeah, just sound Buanan. That's how you get there with my name. That's how you get there. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Rolling along here live from the South Point in Las Vegas, this segment of VEASAN Final Countdown presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. While most nicotine products are too complicated to use, might not give you the satisfaction you're looking for. Zinn could surprise you. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are made with six simple ingredients and are completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, Zinn offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you. One last name, easier to spell than the other. A uh, little update yes. for you. Like the color. <laughs> with I just go like that. Like the I, color? You, you, know, you know what the funny thing is? is I, people will be, what's your name? Like, Matt Brown, B-R-O-W-N. I actually spell it out. Why? I have no idea. I've done it my whole life. That's really I, it's weird. It's stupid, isn't it? I know. I'm just Can you imagine if I was dummy. like, if they said, what's your name? I said, Stormy Bonantoni, B-O-N-A-N-T-O-N-Y. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be a little you, bit weird. But you honestly should, you, you know, you should do that. Mississippi State is going to uh, just promote defensive coordinator Zach Arnett to head coach, give him a four-year deal. So he will take over the program. Also did get some news in the NFL real briefly that Baltimore Ravens backup quarterback Tyler Huntley was a full participant today. Lamar Jackson still sitting out with a PCL injury, but Huntley had the concussion late in the game against the Steelers this past weekend. If he is not ultimately able to go, former Oregon quarterback Anthony Brown would be the starter. Brock Purdy officially questionable for tomorrow night, though is expected to play. Ken Walker not even on the injury report for Seattle. So he is a go for them in That's that one. And uh, I didn't even know. Good news Joe, for Seattle. Bad news for me personally. Didn't even know but. Joe Burrow had a, had a, had a thing, but apparently not a big thing because uh, he was a full participant at practice today, though it was listed as uh, some sort of elbow thing with him. <laughs> some sort of an elbow. Seems, seems, thing. seems important for a quarterback, your elbow, but. Speaking you know, of big yeah. things, Trevor Lawrence and his big toe were not seen at practice today either. Uh, he missed practice a couple days last week, still ended up ultimately suiting up playing the game, had a very dominant win, so I wouldn't be particularly concerned with mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, but just good to know that it was another day he was not at practice. We have college football bowl season upon us okay. this week, two days away from finally getting underway. I am so excited. You go on vacation again tomorrow. That is rude. Yeah. I am going go to on. Orlando, though, so I can't complain about go I on. got such good cities this bowl season. Can we talk about that for a moment? Disney? I'm very I am. You are? Yeah. I mean the luxury. Well, not the whole Disney, because it takes like four no, days to do the whole Disney. I'm going to Epcot and yeah. then I'm probably gonna walk around Disney a little bit, but that is one of the perks of being a part time ESPN employee since they are owned by Disney. We get passes. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't, you're not going to see the whole thing because it takes like four days. I've never seen the park at Christmas, though, and everybody talks about how it, like, during the holiday season, it has a different glow about it. There's a whole separate little show thing at night, so mm. you're going to have to go at night because that's when the whole separate little, like, hey, here's the, yeah, here's the Christmas show. When I've gone to Orlando in the past, the only place that I went to was Harry Potter World because I am one of those people, <laughs> and I love me some Harry Potter you have a wand? I do not have a wand. But I did even hold like a Harry Potter themed birthday party for my little sister this year. And it was a blast. We did a nine and three quarter, uh, platform nine and three quarters thing that went to the door outside. So it looked like you were going through the, it's a whole did thing. Did you read a book? Google it. It's great. Did you read any of the books? I did. I read all of them. No, you didn't. Yes, I was a. Cover to cover? <laughs> I'm really? one of those. Come on. I am one of those. That is my generation. What can I tell you? Really? Love me some Harry Potter. Anyways, I got great cities. I'm going to Orlando. I'm going to Phoenix. And I'm going to Atlanta, New Orleans. So pretty solid locations, I would say, here this time of year. But what we're doing in Orlando is the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. UTSA and Troy going head-to-head. And I've been talking about it all week that I would give you a deep dive finally um, today because I am headed out of town. And I am so excited for this game. 
Of the 43 bowl games, this is the only one that is pitting two conference champions against one another. These are two teams that are coming into the game on 10-game win streaks, tied for the third active uh, win streak in FBS. Mind you, you have Georgia with 15 in a row, Michigan with 13 in a row, and then these two teams right there with 10. And it should be a pretty evenly matched game. We have seen a little bit of a line move here where it was a pick largely this week between UTSA and Troy. Now Troy getting some of that love. We see one and a half here at the South Point, twos largely uh, everywhere else. But this is a team, UTSA, great offense led by quarterback Frank Harris, who just said that he's going to come back next year for his seventh year. Mind you, that's what COVID does. Gives you that much time um, with that extra season. And he had a redshirt injury year as well, but ninth in total offense in FBS averaging 486 yards per game. They're 12th in scoring offense with 38.7 points per game. 12th in passing offense, eighth in converting third downs against a Troy defense that is among the best in the country. Eighth in scoring defense, allowing just 17 and a half points per game. Ninth in yards per play allowed, top 20 in total defense and pass efficiency defense. So you have a best on best here between UTSA's offense and Troy's defense. And why I think there is a little bit of this movement to Troy, there are a couple of reasons here. One of which I think largely has to do with the way their offense has been playing these last couple of weeks. Um, it's been their defense has largely carried them throughout the entire season, but the last two weeks, three weeks specifically, their offense putting up a ton of points. Um, and I, I think that's why the total is what it is as well. I think that we're going to see a very high flying offensive day on both sides. But there's been a little bit of a rumor mill going on with UTSA that they might not have their full complement of offensive weapons. So just keep that in your back pocket. I didn't get anything in my meetings, <laughs> but just things that I've, I've seen on Twitter and whatnot. So keep that in mind uh, as we approach this game. Yeah, I kind of feel like a this total is almost like dead on. This feels like a 30-27-ish type game or something like like enough points to where you're entertained but not like one of these things where they're just flying up and down the field the whole game so I'm curious how many points Troy's gonna put up they had 34 on Louisiana Monroe 48 on Arkansas State and 45 in that Sunbelt title game against Coastal yeah the 20 let's call it let's call them the 27 the 27 we'll we'll call them the 27 (laughs) we'll call UTSA the 30 there's your final Something I thought was interesting, just like looking mm-hmm. through the numbers of that Sunbelt Championship game last week. And for both of these teams, they basically just had a bye week coming into this. So they're mm-hmm. very much so still in the rhythm of football. And these are guys, like I said, who all very much so care about this game versus a lot of the other bowls that we're going to see where there are people opting out, don't necessarily have the same motivation. So Grayson McCall, Coastal's quarterback, had 319 yards in that game and he threw the ball 41 times. Gunnar Watson had 318 passing yards in that game, and he threw the ball 17 times. So he doesn't throw the ball a ton, but he had a lot of bang for his buck. So I'll be curious to see if they can do that on How far UTSA. into research have you have you gone? I am very, very deep, deep down the rabbit hole. Do you, did you look into Duluth Trading Company? Do you know what Duluth Trading Company even is? <laughs> Why is this what you do care you, about? Do, do you even know? I don't. It is a clothing. It's a clo- I wouldn't have. It's a clothing company. Actually, isn't Duluth a city in Minnesota? It's a. It is a. Is that du- weird that they're repping a? It is a clothing company. Orlando? Um, they they have. Uh, I just went right there on the front page. Is their go buck naked underwear for men? Uh, fifteen. Is that what a, you want for Christmas? Fifteen fifty a pair. Um, <laughs> if you want to do that, and so they have uh, all kinds of little little things. Yeah, it's it's a clothing. Okay. Co- no one would have thought Duluth Trading Company was a was a clothing company, but it is. That's what it. That's what they do. Interesting. Odor fighting, quick dry, and stretch and wicking. They do all those uh, things. 
That's, SRS distribution. That, that, that's where they distribute. Yeah. The <laughs> Clothes from Duluth? The, that's where Great. they distribute. Yeah, it's a, no, I'm just kidding. It's, 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 a, it's a truck ship, so, shipping company. Shipping. I was doing some research for the Las Vegas Bowl today, and I found mm -hmm. another fascinating fact, mm -hmm. which maybe isn't that fascinating the more you look into it, because it's only been a couple years. But the Pac-12 has not won a bowl game since pre-pandemic when Justin Herbert quarterbacked Oregon to a Rose Bowl win against Wisconsin. January 1, 2020. It's been over a thousand days since the Pac-12 has a bowl win. Do we think Utah gets the win and cover in the Rose Bowl? All-star, all-star team the Rose Bowl, covering. All-star team covering that, uh, covering that game. Kirk Herbstreet yeah. and um, yeah, Lar uh, that's the for the that's the and, Oregon, yeah, Oregon State and and yeah, um, we got covering the <laughs> covering the the old the old Las Vegas Bowl there. Um, that's it's gonna be Her it's Herbie and what's his Oregon uh, State, Florida. What's the name? What's what's the Pat McAfee are going to be the guys oh, yeah, call, calling the game? That, yes, huh? yeah, yeah. It's Herb Street and McAfee. Fun. Yeah, so that's why the the local yeah. gal doesn't stay home for this one because the big dogs are being brought in for the game. Yeah. It's all right. It's I'll okay. Live. It's okay. But so that's an interesting game though because Oregon mm. State opened as a five and a half point favorite now with all of the opt outs and attrition largely on Florida side ten and a half. So I don't I wouldn't feel confident laying that now even though I love Oregon State in the game. I think they're going to win, but the ten and a half I'm I'm not so sure. So I stayed away from where that number is at right now. But Florida's going to be on their third string quarterback. So not ideal. And yeah, I mean the of course the big the big thing that changed with that game too is just the the start time, right? I mean like it's if you're right. if you're Oregon State, you're now starting, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning as opposed to, you know, a lot of these, lot of these West Coast teams don't, don't play 11 o'clock in the morning games, right? I mean, like, it's so it's, it is a little bit different from that standpoint. It's, you know, business as usual for Florida because their local time, it would be, you know, 2.15 in the afternoon. So that they're, they're used to playing about that time as it is. But, you know, uh, an 11 a.m. kickoff means a 7 a.m. wake up, you know, know, and whatever yeah. and all that. Like, it's for, for these college kids in, in Vegas. I would have them staying in, like, Deep Henderson. Like, I would I'd be renting, like, hotels in Deep Henderson. I have a kids. funny story to tell you in the yeah. commercial break, actually, mm -hmm. about that, but yeah. not about that. See, this is why you need the, the VSIN Plus Plus subscription plus. here. I just hope, though, Oregon State doesn't flop again in the postseason like they did last year in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. What a name. Steph's favorite bowl of the bowl season. Just learned existed. Good stuff. She's ignoring me. It's fine. Love ya. We'll be back in a moment. Hour two. Coming at you. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.